0: Good afternoon. Thank you once again for joining me for Business The Law and You. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show lined up for you this week. A bit later in the program we'll have a look at a couple of our Harvard Business Review tips. One of them is get some perspective on your stress. We're also going to be talking with Christina from Ideation at Work about the minute on innovation and we're actually looking at driverless ships today. But right now, we're going to posh prop over to Dale Beaumont from Business Blueprint. Talk about 52 ways to build your business. Good afternoon, Dale. Good
1: afternoon, Julian.
0: And thank you once again for joining us.
1: Always
0: a pleasure. So, so you ran a very successful business conference on the weekend, and in a couple of weeks, you're going to come up again with your 52 ways workshop. Do you think business strategies are changing very fast these days?
1: Absolutely. Uh, We are living in uh, very new times with regards to the rise of uh, technology, uh, social media, uh, cloud-based systems, and uh, it's really important that business owners start to learn how they can better use technology and, and all of these really cool modern forms of marketing so they can continue to stay relevant and to make sure that their business prospers.
0: Well, your your workshop, 52 Ways, uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Of course, 52 strategies are a lot to cover in one day, and we certainly can't cover them in the next six minutes. Um, And you're looking at things like marketing, systems, sales, social media, outsourcing, websites. Uh, Maybe we could just mention a couple. For example, what mistakes do you think people are making with social media?
1: Yeah, when it comes to social media, I think the first thing is many businesses are still ignoring it. Um, so you really have to be using social media if you want to stay relevant and top of mind. And it, it, it really, social media is is the main um, kind of pastime now that that uh, where people spend their time. Uh, it's less time in, in in the past. It was television, radio, newspapers, and magazines. Mm. Now. Um, half of their people's time um, is is spent uh, in social media. So that's really, it's so important. So a lot of people make the mistake of ignoring it. You can't ignore it any longer. Then when it comes to actually doing social media, a lot of people don't understand the different platforms that are out there and which platform is right for their particular business. There's a different demographic to Facebook as opposed to Instagram and uh, Snapchat and LinkedIn. It's important that you know who, who, who your customers are and which social media platform is worth your time and attention because you can't manage them all. And then there's also skills that people need to learn about how to actually uh, provide great content on a regular basis and then drive traffic back to your website or to your core offers.
0: And consistency is very important, isn't it? Uh,
1: absolutely. You need to be consistent. And so for a lot of uh, business owners, uh, the good news is that you can outsource uh, some various different aspects of your of your marketing and social media. Um, so another topic that we talk about uh, during 52 Ways is also the outsourcing as well. And mm. I'll be showing business owners how they can uh, have a virtual assistant to uh, work for them for as little as 5 or $6 an hour and to help them to manage a lot of their uh, repetitive tasks within their business.
0: How important do you think systems are to business success?
1: Uh, yeah, systems are very important because if you're a business owner, the most valuable commodity that you have is your time. And if you're stuck doing a lot of uh, repetitious tasks over and over again, then you're really not going to be able to uh, to really scale and, and grow your business. So to be able to document your uh, processes, your methodology, it just means that you can spend less time on the doing and more time on the on growing your business.
0: And uh, last time we had you on the radio there, we talked about your business advisor app, Brin, B-R-I-N, um, and you've made some exciting updates to that since we last spoke.
1: So uh, Brin is a free app that we have that people can download. It's like having a business advisor in your pocket. So Brin now knows the answer to more than 5,000 business questions and uh, you basically just tap a microphone and you ask a question like how do I generate more leads or how do I increase my profit or how do I market my business? And uh, Brin will give you an instant answer. Okay. It's like talking to Siri, um, but for your business. And right now the app is free. So you can go to uh, Apple App Store or to the Google Play Store and you can download it for free. Um, and I'll also talk more about it at my upcoming workshop as well, uh, 52 Ways, which is going to be coming to Newcastle. And um, the website is 52ways.com if you want to find out more.
0: Um, and that's on the 17th of uh of uh, August, so that's two weeks today.
1: Exactly. Yep. Looking looking forward to it.
0: Uh, well, a final thought to wrap up.
1: Uh, final thought to wrap up, and I would really say that um, you know you, you're either um, green and growing, or you're white and rotting. So the the message behind that is you've got to keep growing um, in terms of your knowledge, in terms of your skills, because if you're not growing. Yeah, then then you're dying. There's no kind of uh, in between. You can't stand still in business because uh, um, things are constantly evolving and, and changing. So that's the that's the advice: is to keep learning and growing. Well, great. Stay, stay relevant.
0: Well, great. Thanks very much for your time, Dale. And we look forward to seeing you up here in Newcastle in two weeks' time.
1: Great. Thanks so much. Thank See you.
0: Bye bye. Bye. Dale Beaumont there from Business Blueprint. Uh, a very uh, very knowledgeable and effective young man Uh, certainly worth going to his free workshop Um, and uh, you can also go to my website www.businesswizard.com.au to download your free ticket on the 17th time to pop over to christina for our chat on innovation good afternoon christina
2: good afternoon julian how are you
0: i'm nice and warm but i hear you're freezing down in melbourne i'm
2: freezing in melbourne it's Something like three degrees feels like two. I think this should be outlawed. I'm a <laughs> beach girl, like not a, I'm not a snow girl.
0: I thought it was cold here.
2: <laughs> oh, it's freezing. It, it, it really is freezing. Apparently yesterday was colder, so I shouldn't complain too much.
0: Is an innovative way of making us keep warm, is it?
2: I'm sure there must be. So, uh, I was, right now, I'm relying on the big fat jacket, the gloves, and the boots. So, <laughs> but I thought what we would talk about today. So we've, we've been talking about you know autonomous vehicles. We've been talking about drones that are going to be picking people up, and you know all this kind of thing. We're actually working on an autonomous ship at the moment. So a driverless wow. ship. There's a, a Norwegian um, company that's working on an unmanned vessel. They say by the year 2020, they will actually be. Um, unmanned, they're kind of easing into it. So um, they're fully electronic. They have zero emissions. <clears throat> um, and next year, it's they're going to be sailing in Europe. Uh, they say by the year 2019, they'll be able to um, work by remote control. Mm. So they'll be fully automated. Um, by 2020, they'll be shipping containers, you know, across the seas. They can ship at the moment 150 containers. Now, just to put that into perspective, the biggest cargo ship in the world holds 19,000 containers. The average ship holds 3,500 containers. They say that these um, the ships are coming at a cost of $25 million and, and like an upfront cost of $25 million with the GPSs and the sensors and everything. But they also have done... When they do the math and over the lifetime of the ship, they're going to be quite cost-reductive because they're not paying crew and they're not paying for fuel because they're running on electric, electric emissions. But the hmm. biggest thing, I guess, is that there's some studies been done that say ships are responsible for a lot of the world's pollution and that 15 cargo ships could be creating as much pollution, as many emissions as all of the world's cars. So the benefit in this, the benefit in the in the electric, as you know, every week we say Mm. the person that invented the car invented the car crash. Mm. The benefit is um, environmentally running on electricity or running on the you know the electric um, and zero emissions is remarkable. It's remarkable headway into helping the environment. So they'll they'll be able to eventually they'll they'll make them big enough to hold the the containers.
0: They'll need some big batteries too to get them right across the uh, oceans, won't they?
2: They will. So, um, you know, how... how and the, But the trends that are happening with solar power and the oh, way yes. that they're using energy now to, to recharge much quicker than it used to be, yes. all these things, you know, they, and there, there are people there... We talked last week about the Tesla is going to remove the solar panel from the car because it doesn't emit enough charge to warrant the cost. But these are all things that people, engineers, will be working on to reduce and increase... Like, to reduce costs, increase capacity. When that happens you know, it'll, it'll just be remarkable for what it will do for emissions around the world. Yeah. The other thing I thought we might talk about or I might let you know about today is, is they've actually done the first human embryo gene editing, which is quite a scary thought in some respects that they haven't actually transplanted any of these embryos um, into, into uh, you know, a carrier, a female carrier yet. They What they've done is they've, at the moment where the sperm hits the the egg... Um, where there's known carriers of genetic diseases, they've extracted um, the, the gene. So, for example, in one of the studies that I was reading, they've removed the MYBPC3 gene, um, which causes hypertronic cardiomyopathy. One in 500 people actually suffer from this. There's no cure. The end result is a heart attack. So mm. what they're doing is removing the defective gene um, at the moment of, of sperm being injected into the egg in the embryo and what they're finding is 72% of the cells um, after they've reproduced over, I think they're letting them go for three days, there's no sign of the um, of the, the defective gene, which mm. is quite amazing when you think about how many inherited diseases there are mm. and apparently there's over 10,000. Um, you know, there's breast cancers, Engelman syndrome, so many inherited diseases that if you could actually eliminate that and then, we, you know, we've talked about what effect does that have on the population, what effect does that have on the earth, but just imagine being that, that family that can't have a child because you don't want to pass down any of these okay. defective genes, and this is a possibility for you. So, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, car crash, you know, invented the car. So <sighs> all these f- ethical debates we need to have.
0: Yeah, but that's what innovation is about, isn't it?
2: That's right, and, it's you know, it's about seeing how far we can push now, where the debates go, same thing with AI. You know, there's a lot of remarkable um, research being done, a lot of remarkable usage for having AI in our lives. But a lot of the articles are going, how much control will we give AI? How much control will they have sure. over us? And for me, it comes back to how much control do we want to give AI?
0: Yeah, well, uh, that's part of it. And, but then, of course, uh, you know, there's always, the, uh, there's always two sides to the stories, isn't there?
2: You know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. It's been the same throughout history.
0: It has. Well, thanks for your time again, uh, Christina. Enjoy your weather down there. We'll hear from you again in Newcastle next week.
2: You will. I bet it'll be much warmer in, in Newcastle when I hit, hit the airport tonight than it is right now in the middle oh, of the day in prob- Melbourne.
0: It'll probably be wet when you hit the Newcastle tonight. Uh, so you need okay, your raincoat well,
2: on. I've got an umbrella because I am in Melbourne after
0: all. <laughs> have a, Have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Julian. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Christina there with uh, some some new ideas coming out again. And uh, it's good to come up with some of these great ideas. And then, of course, we'll also look at the principles behind innovation. So we've got time for a couple of our Harvard Business Review tips today. First one, as we said, get some perspective on your stress. Here's some good news. You don't need to get rid of stress to live a happy, fulfilling life but you do need to separate yourself from your stress. This doesn't mean you pretend uh, is the stress isn't there. It uh, simply means that you identify less strongly with the emotion, realising it's a bodily response to a feeling about your view of the world. Instead of thinking, I'm stressed, try, I feel stressed. This subtle shift helps you step back even just a bit so you can gain the perspective needed to move forward. To do this effectively you have to understand why you are stressed. Where does the feeling come from? Curiously interrogate the feeling considering the reasons behind your stress, the people who might be causing it and the qualities of the stress experience. How do you behave when you're stressed? What do you tell yourself when you're feeling anxious? Recognize the patterns in your response. So sometimes we can just turn that stress around the other way just by rethinking our focus. And how about this one here? When delegating, make accountable clear. Certainly uh, delegating is a challenge a lot of us have. Well, the word accountability can mean different things to different people. This is why delegation often backfires. The person taking on the task doesn't know how much authority he or she has. The next time you delegate something, be explicit about which of these three roles the accountability person should play. First role, issue owner. In this role, the person has complete control over the decision. A full team may be assigned to help, but the issue owner can make the decision however he or she chooses. The second role is a team coordinator. This person is an equal member of the team with the added responsibility of logistics such as scheduling and defining the agenda. He or she responsible for ensuring that there is a discussion but he or she isn't responsible for the outcome. If the team can't come to an agreement then they must escalate the decision. The third role that a person could play is a tiebreaker. This person doesn't have absolute authority of an issue owner, but he or she more than just a coordinator. He or she is responsible for helping the team reach a decision. In the absence of consensus, they may make the final call. So, yes, delegating sometimes is a challenge for us, but sometimes setting a few rules, we can help ourselves. Well... Thank you for being with me for the last half hour. I hope you've enjoyed the program. We've uh, looked at 52 ways to build your business with Dale Beaumont from Business Blueprint. And if you want free tickets to his upcoming all-day workshop, uh, you can go to businesswizard.com.au and you can find the ticket free tickets there. It's on the 17th of this month. We've also had a look at a couple of other interesting innovations with Christina. In a moment, Jane Klein will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. Next week, we're going to talk with Tony Vidray from AV Chartered Accountants. We'll chat about innovation again and some more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. I'd love your company again for Business, The Law and You at the same time next week. Until then, have an exciting and prosperous week and, as Dale Beaumont once said, you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't make both. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.